Welcome to Christian Life Young Adults, the podcast. You can keep up to date with everything happening at Christian Life Young Adults by following us on Instagram at Christian Life Austin YA. Check back here every Thursday for a new episode. And thank you for listening. We devalued prayer in our society and in our world. I want to let you know something. Prayer, let me tell you what prayer is not. Prayer is not you just venting to God. There are several people that I've talked to and they say, oh yeah, I'd just love to talk to God and just, just vent and just get all my problems off my chest and just talk to him. And I want you to know like, hey, maybe when, whenever you're starting off in your faith, maybe that's where you begin. But that's not mature prayers. Mature prayers aren't rooted in myself. Mature prayers aren't rooted in just me venting and getting things off of my chest. Mature prayers are actually rooted in the power and the will of God for others, for yourself, and for the world. This is where our prayers should be rooted in. Prayers are not just some ritual, something you remembered. Though I do think there is power in memorizing scriptures and memorizing prayers. I don't have any issue with that. But I want you to know that that's not the true essence. That's not the completeness of what prayer truly is. Prayer is not a magic lamp. It's not you rub it and then you'll get a wish. It's not when I'm in trouble, I just pray, and then whatever I pray, it just happens. No, 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 I want you to know that's not what prayer is. What prayer is, is it's a communication between us and the Father. It's a divine conversation that we're having with God. It's, it's rooted oftentimes not in what even I want, but oftentimes his will and what he has for our lives. Oftentimes prayers may be a petition, but guess where those petitions come from? They come from the will of God. They come from a place where he pushes it on your heart. If you find that you want to pray a petition and ask God for something, God may have actually put that desire in your heart to pray out to him. It's communication with him. It's way more powerful than just venting or getting something off of your chest or asking for a wish. Prayer is thanksgiving. When I pray, oftentimes, I fill my time with just thanksgiving and talking about how good God is. This morning, I drove... To Christian life, and um, this has never happened to me before. <laughs> but I drove to Christian life. My map said that it was going to take me about 30, 35 minutes to get here. I looked back at my maps, and it said 45 minutes. I looked back at my maps, and it said an hour. And before I knew it, it was an hour and a half before I was going to be able to get to Christian life this morning. And I'm driving through traffic. There's all these things going on. There's rude people to the right who don't want to look at you and don't want to let you in. And you're like, hey, man, can I just, can I just get in right there? And they're just like, I'm just, going to, I'm just going to keep looking like this. And every car is just bumper to bumper. There's, there's no give. There's no grace. Everyone's upset on the road, right? You can tell. People are honking their horns. They're yelling. You can see them just yelling going in. And this morning I said, you know what? I was kind of frustrated. I'm not going to lie to you. But I said, you know what? I'm going to fill this hour and a half with what? Praise to God. I'm driving down the street. I can't go anywhere else. How about I just put praise on my lips? And as I, as I begin to praise him, he actually began to unveil things that he wanted to share with you guys tonight. See, your prayers are powerful. They're effective. Prayer is confession oftentimes. Sharing what, what, what I'm struggling with, even though I know the Father already knows. <laughs> he already knows everything. But it's my moment to bring him into my struggle and say, God, only by your grace, only by your goodness can I turn away from who I used to be and what I used to be and turn and walk towards you, repentance. Did you know it requires the Holy Spirit for repentance? This is not just based off of your own willpower. Some of you guys are doing it. I didn't have this in my message, but some of us are doing it based off of our own willpower. Let me just get more discipline. Let me just work a little bit harder. And that's just not in my scriptures. It's not what the Bible says. It says, resist the enemy, and he'll flee from you. 
This is a spiritual experience. Only something that can happen through the Holy Spirit. Prayer is powerful. But I think that so many of us, we hear people praying, these crazy loud prayers, these crazy prayers that seem like that seems impossible, and we think, ah, they're just radical. That's just a radical kind of a person. I see it in some of you guys' faces when I'm praying. I can see it. You guys are like, whoa, dude, like that's really radical. Like that's crazy that you're saying that right now. Uh, maybe, like I kind of believe that. That seems a little bit crazy. And I'm sure that many people, my wife probably gets thought, man, Sam, you're crazy. The things I've shared with her, you, know, you never know, man. You never know. You think I'm crazy? Just a little bit. You got to be a little crazy to believe in Jesus. I'm just going to be honest with you. But, but, but I think when I hear that and when I feel that way, I don't think that it's, it's radical. I think it's biblical. Faith prayers aren't radical. Faith-filled prayers of miracles are not radical. Seeing the supernatural is not radical. This should actually be more normalized, but we've seen it in our culture, in our society, in our churches. That's radical. That's kind of kooky. That's kind of crazy. But here's the deal. Have you ever read in the scriptures where someone prayed a prayer that wasn't faith-filled? Have you ever read in the scriptures where someone prayed a prayer that wasn't half crazy? Have you ever read in the scriptures where someone prayed a prayer that wasn't impossible? No, all of the prayers that we see all throughout the scriptures are filled with the impossible. And so for us to think that it's radical to pray the impossible is a complete reversal of what it really is. This should be our normal lives. This is what the scriptures say. When people say, well, Sam, I mean, I'm not really sure if I, I believe that you can pray anything. I say, well, look in the scriptures and John chapter 14, verse 13 says, pray anything in my name and it will be given to you. That doesn't seem radical. That's just biblical. This is what the Bible says. And so when I'm praying these prayers, it's not out of some crazy place where I'm just making stuff up. No, I'm just doing exactly what the scriptures have actually told us to do. To pray bold and powerful prayers. When you say to me, Sam, I'm not really sure about these whole miracles and, and, and all that. I'm not really sure if that's really true, if that can really happen. I say, look at Luke chapter 4, verse 40, where it says this. This is an occurrence where we, where we see Jesus. He says this, at sunset, the people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of sickness. And laying his hands on each one, he healed them. So when you say, man, healing is kind of crazy, I'm saying, well, you're not reading the Bible then. Because healing is all around the Bible. It's all throughout the Bible. In the Old Testament, in the New Testament, in the beginning, at the end, all throughout the Bible, there's healing. And so we should get used to seeing and experiencing healing every single day. This is the norm. And even going beyond that, what does Jesus tell us? He's like, well, that's Jesus. <laughs> I mean, he's like God in the flesh. Like, of course, like he could do those things. But what does he tell us? You'll do far greater things. Look it up for yourself. You may be like, I never heard that scripture. Go and research it for yourself. This is what the scriptures say. Jesus tells us, you'll do far greater things than me. And so if he's walking around doing miracles and healing is happening, shouldn't we too expect that from our own personal lives? Listen, what we're doing today in prayer and healing is not just some random display to get more people here and to be hyped and say, okay, hey, we're healing people. No, this is the example for how you should go and live the rest of your lives. I'm not the only one doing healing. If I'm the only one doing healing, if the leaders in this room are the only ones doing healing, our world is doomed. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers, but I'm looking at the workers. You are the workers. We are the few. We are the remnant. We are the ones. Don't think they're the remnant. They're the workers. No, no, no. We all are. We're arm in arm in this thing. 
you say to me, it's an interesting model that we're walking around and we're doing healings and miracles and everything else. This is why I love young adults because no Tuesday is ever the same. (laughs) It's always different. But this is the model. This is what Jesus sets. What does he say in Matthew chapter 4, verse 23? Jesus went through Galilee doing what? Teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. I think we got so used to our religion that we thought that encounters with God always had to be someone preaching on a stage. I think we got so used to the ritual and coming in and just going through the motions. I lift my hands. I sing the song. I don't know the song. I'll be quiet. Maybe I'll raise my hands. Maybe someone will pray over me. Maybe I'll go down for prayer. We got so used to the ritual that we think this is an event. But this right here is normal life. What we're experiencing in this room has got to become the new norm. The world has diminished the power of prayer. We're seeing it everywhere. You know what, you know what really kind of frustrates me? You know, sometimes you get frustrated. One thing that really frustrates me is now, instead of people saying, hey, I'm praying for you, you know what they say? I'm thinking about you. I'm sending my thoughts your way. Have you ever, guys ever seen that on social media or something? They're like, you know, they don't want to say prayer. Because that would mean implications of the divine, of Jesus Christ doing exactly what he does and what his name will do in people's lives, right? That's the real deal, right? But they're saying, I'm just sending my thoughts your way, just thinking about you. And you know why it really frustrates me? Because thinking about someone will not change their life. If I'm standing here and Kaysen is in the water and he's drowning, and I say, hey, buddy, I'm thinking about you, sending my thoughts your way. Hope you get out of this mess you're in right now. Try, try doing this thing right here, right? If someone's in a burning building, hey, I'm up here. Get me, help me. The walls are crashing down. I'm like, hey, man, thoughts, ah, your way. Just, just blowing them your way. You wouldn't catch those thoughts. Go, go, yeah, yeah. That'll make you feel much better in these last couple moments you have. Right, right? <laughs> no, but real talk. Some of us have experienced this. If a friend calls you and they say, hey, I'm contemplating committing suicide. I'm done. This is it. Your thoughts won't save them. But the power of Jesus But to say, you know what? I know exactly the remedy. This is the remedy right now. I'm going to begin to pray over you that right here in this moment, you'll never have another suicidal thought. I'm going to be here. We're going to intercede. God's going to tell me who to call, what to do next. This is what our job is to do. And so when you pray, I want you to know something. It's not just sending thoughts someone's way. When you pray, it's the equivalent of jumping into the water and picking someone up out of the water and saying, come with me. I'm going to save you. When you pray, it's the equivalent of rushing into the building and saying, come with me. I'm taking you out your prayers matter and James says it is anyone among you in trouble let them pray is anyone happy let them sing songs of praise is anyone among you sick let them call on the elders of the church to pray over them anoint them in the name of the Lord Prayer must be our first response. It must be our first response. Prayer. To that moment, pray. 
doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out prayer, but prayer's got to be your response. I was talking to someone, you know, yesterday, hanging out with some buddies of mine, and um, we were talking about medicine. And I have no issue with medicine. I've taken medicine different parts of my life or whatever else. Some people are like, I don't take medicine or whatever else. Maybe you're on a different spectrum, whatever. I have no issue with anybody taking medicine. I believe in a lot of ways medicine is a divine gift. I believe it's beautiful. I believe that science and how we're solving issues is a divine gift from God. I think it's inspired. I, I think this is beautiful. I have no issue with it. But you know what I have an issue with is people not being sure if their prayers work, but every moment they start getting hurt or they get sick, they run to medicine. How will you know if your prayers work? If the moment that your leg starts hurting, you're like, oh, I got to go get some Advil. If the moment that, that, that you, you, you feel out of whack, you're like, oh, I got to go refill. I got to get some medication because I'm not feeling too good. My, 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 my emotions right now are out of control, so I got to go get some. If that's the first thing you do, how will you ever know if God is actually doing miracles in your life? I was riding my bike a couple of weeks ago, and I was on a pretty fast lane. Like, there was a lot of cars driving by, and I was riding pretty hard. And um, this car just wasn't paying attention. And so this car gets really close to me and almost, like, clips me. And so <laughs> I jump off of the bike, and I land on the side of the road, right? And, and I'm in grass. I'm in grass. But when I land in the grass, my, my, I can tell physically my knee is swelling. Like, it's in pain. I can already tell. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm riding with my dad, actually. I was out there riding with him. We're about three miles, you know, three miles probably away from the house at the, at the time, maybe, maybe two miles or so. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, no. My knee's swollen. Like, did I tear something? Did I mess something up? I had never felt this feeling before in my whole entire life. And so I get onto the bike, and I'm thinking, am I even going to be able to make it back home? What am I going to do? Thinking i got to get some ice. You know what I did? For the next two miles on my way home, I prayed over my knee. Every rotation, God, in the name of Jesus, you're healing my leg. God, you're reducing the swelling. I won't have any pain. This won't affect me. This won't affect how I walk. God, I trust you. I have faith in you. I believe you'll heal it. I believe you'll do a miracle. Can I tell you that night I went to bed, I woke up, there was no swelling, there was no pain in my leg. Ah, Sam, coincidence, coincidence, maybe, 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 we'll try it. (laughs) Get hurt and try it out. (laughs) Don't physically go out and get hurt and then try it out. That'd be extremely irresponsible of you. We've got to pray. It's got to be our first response. The second thing we realize in the scriptures is that faith activates our prayers. Faith. And the prayer offered in what? Faith. Will make the sick person well. Man, look at how absolute the scriptures speak. <laughs> I think we don't want to believe stuff like this because we don't want to get let down by the scriptures. We like find some kind of way like to get around it. And we're like, well, you know, he didn't really mean this. I mean, the context of it. And I'm like, well, maybe we can just take it literally. <laughs> maybe it really does mean, hey, a prayer offered in faith will make the person sick. I mean, well, praise God it doesn't make them sick. <laughs> the Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Faith activates our prayers. And I believe a, a lot of the reason why we're not experiencing these faith moves and our prayers being answered is because we're not praying prayers of faith. We're praying prayers we can do. Like the level of, of belief in our prayers is something we can do. God, will you, you, will you help me get a, get a job? Well, well, every single one of us can go out and apply for a job. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Well, well God, could you, could, you, could you help me out and find some good friends? 
Yeah, yeah, maybe that's a big faith prayer, but, but, but what about a faith prayer? What about a, God, will you give me a job that, that I get to walk in my purpose? Will you give me a job that sets me up financially? Will you give me a job that sets me up for the rest of my life, for the next jobs that I'm going to have after that? Why don't we pray some faith prayers, some things that are actually impossible? You're not going to offend God with how crazy and extravagant your prayers are. He says it, your ways aren't even my ways. Your thoughts aren't even my thoughts. I have far greater plans than you could ever imagine. So why are we limiting our imagination of what God can actually do? Somewhere along the way, we stop imagining God can do it because we're afraid because last time we prayed, it didn't happen. There's some people in the room who last time you prayed and it didn't happen, and I believe tonight, just supernaturally, because God's favor, it's going to happen. So if you're sitting in the room right now and that's you, Lean in, because we're about to pray over you. And a prayer offered in faith will make the person well. The final thing we realize is that confession brings healing. I'm going to ask the band to make their way up. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Confession. What's holding you back? There's so much pride that goes into this, right? There's so much pride that goes into confession. Well, what if they think of me different? There's leaders in the room and you're like, well, you know, if I confess this, they might, they might see me different. I'm a leader. Like, should I really do it? I think, you know, there's, let me just go on a limb. I, I feel unhinged right now. Is that okay? I'm looking at Lauren. She's like, yeah, go for it, go for it. I think there's some leaders in the room who will struggle with what they're struggling in with because they're unwilling to confess because of their pride. And they're leading in the church, and they're serving in all the different areas, and they're doing all the things, but their pride won't let them be free. And so they'll pray for other people to receive healing and miracles, and they'll receive it, but they won't. I just want to just let release that. I don't know who that's for. I'm not looking at anybody. If it's for you, good. Confession. There's power in confession. I think we've forgotten about it. Confession is not something that you go to. It's not something you have to go into a box, into a room. I'm not shaming. I'm not throwing shots at the Catholic church or anything else like that. But confession, he says between a brother. He says just confess. Healing comes. You don't got to go some long distance, go over there, go over there, anywhere else. You don't got to go to a priest. You don't got to go to some specific person who's more spirit. No, 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 no. Just confess. Get around someone who's a mentor. Get around someone who you can trust. And confess. And confession. It brings healing. I truly do believe it. Hey, will you stand to your feet? I want to transition us into this moment that I've been praying through for the past probably month or two. Where I feel like God put on my heart that some people are going to get healed. And, and, and even more specific, some people with some physical pains and some illnesses and some things you've been struggling with today. It's happening today. We're not waiting any longer. Even if it's an inkling, even if it's, ah, I've been having this kind of wrist thing that's been going on. It's no big deal. It's, it's not really bothering me too much, but I just can't. No, 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 I want to pray over it. Oh, well, you know, I, 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 when I was born, I had this issue. I've had it my whole entire life. Well, let's pray. I've had asthma. I, I got to speak to a student of mine um, from my last church. I, I did student ministry for five or six years. And this student of mine, when we first met her, she was so quiet. She couldn't speak to anybody. She was so insecure and she would just stand and she wouldn't say anything. My wife and I, we got an opportunity to invest in her and to mentor her. And, and 
and she's become so bold. She feels a call in her life to go and speak to other women now. <laughs> like the very thing that she was so afraid of, she preached for us two times while I was there. It's powerful things happened. But she, she took one of her mentors. They were having a night back at my old church. And she grabbed her mentor and she said, they were talking about healing. And, and she said, hey, hey, you have asthma. I think God wants to heal you tonight. And the mentor was like, yeah, but, uh, you know, I've kind of been, she's like, I, I, think, I, think he, I think he wants to heal you tonight. And she led her mentor down to the front to get prayed over. And I can tell you right now from confirmation that she no longer has asthma. Look at what God will do. Give him a chance. Maybe it didn't work before, but tonight it might work for you. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to invite, I'm going to invite, I've invited some specific people, some elders, some people of faith at the church. I'm going to invite you guys down. I want you guys to come over here. We've got some amazing prayer warriors who have seen this, who have lived this, who have experienced what you're experiencing, have prayed prayers that waited for years, have prayed prayers that happened in a moment. And, and, and here's what I want to do. I want to do exactly what the scriptures say. It says, if anyone is sick among you, let your elders pray over them and anoint them. And I'm going to believe that, that because of their prayers, you're going to be healed. And so here's what I want to do. If you're in the room and you say, you know what? I have a physical healing that I really want. This is the line I want you to come in. Don't come just yet. I'll explain it. You're like, hey, I have a physical healing right here. Sickness, pain, hurt, anything you've got in your body. On this side and this line, I want to designate this line for some of our other prayer leaders who are, who are normally praying with us. For people who are saying, I want to confess and I want to experience healing. I, I, I want to confess what's really been going on. We're going to do guys with guys and girls with girls. Don't come down just yet, but my leaders are coming down right now. Yeah, my leaders can come down. And, and this is a space for you to just openly confess and get prayer. Some of you guys, that's your next step is just confession. This line right here is also going to be for anybody who wants to intercede. Maybe there's a family member who's battling cancer. Maybe there's a, a mother. Maybe there's a sister. Maybe there's a friend of yours who, who's been having an illness or has been sick or hurting or whatever else it is. That's what this line is going to be for right here. Let me pray over you. And after I pray over you, I want, you, I want to release you. Our ushers are going to help you to kind of file into a line right here. It's coming. It's happening for you today. God, we open up our hearts. We tear down any of our walls of doubt in the room. We lean into our faith. Faith is rising. I can feel it in the room. I can feel you stirring up some stuff in the room already, God. Healing, Jesus. We're praying for it. We're believing that you're going to heal people because we're praying in your name a faith prayer. God, I'm praying over those who right now are contemplating and saying, I'm not sure if I want to step down right here and right now. This is their day. This is their time. God, we thank you in advance for what you're about to do. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.